0: tonight if you would please and we'll start off with Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3 and then find 1st Peter chapter 1 and verse 3 and we'll read those passages scriptures it's good to see what's that tall fellow's name born Lorne I can't never get it right that boy is six foot eight and he is something else. I, I think I got half of the people down at my public store saved, and they all come to church at different times, and I go down there to shopping and get my groceries, and I have myself a ball. I really do. We are, they all start coming out and talking, and, and Lauren, though, got a burden in his soul here a while back to win people to Christ or to get people in church, and, and he's bringing people, and the Lord is blessed, and he brought that man this morning and his son, and... And uh, what a blessing, amen. And it's good to see. What, what's what's the lady here in the yellow dress? What's your name? Regina. Re- Regina. It's good to see her. She's getting more less bachelorette every day. You see that? She started back on the back seat, and every week she gets up one more. She, she keeps on getting up here where she belongs, where I can preach to her. Amen. <laughs> I want y'all to pray for my eyes and pray for Ms. Harden's eyes. Because uh, Ms. Harden asked me this morning back at my Sunday school class. She said, Preacher, what page is that? I said, You're asking the wrong one. I can't see it either. <laughs> so we both have it in time, but I'm supposed to have laser surgery on my eyes this week. No, I don't know when it is. Anyhow, I'm going to have laser surgery on my eyes, and it's to relieve the pressure. I got glaucoma in. My eyes, but the doctor says I'm fine, doing all right. He guarantee me it won't hurt. That's first. The second thing he guaranteed me that it will help me, and I won't be out of church. That I'll, you uh, know, do it, and I can go right on. So uh, I'm anxious about getting it done. So just pray about it if you would, please. Ephesians chapter one. I'm going to begin reading verse one. Verse one, Ephesians. Chapter 1, uh, let's skip on down to verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heaven and places in Christ, according He has chosen us in Him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before Him in love, having predestinated us under the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to Himself me, according to the good pleasure of His will, to the praise of the glory of His grace, wherein He hath made us accepted in the Beloved, in whom we have redemption through His name, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of His grace, wherein He hath abounded toward us in all wisdom and prudence, having made known unto us the mystery of His will, according to His good pleasure, which He hath purposed in Himself, that in the dispensation of fullness of time, he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, even in him, in whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will, that we should be to the praise of his glory, who first trusted in Christ, in whom he also trusted, after that ye he heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation in whom also after that you believed you were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise which is earnest of our inheritance until the the redemption of the purchased possession under the praise of his glory wherefore I also after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and love unto all the saints cease not to give thanks for you making mention of you in my prayers That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe according to the working of his mighty power, I was reading this where it uh, says here it speaks of our inheritance and uh, in verse 11 in whom also we have obtained an inheritance. Now, my daddy passed away some time ago as you all all know but when it come time for him to die I got three brothers. My daddy didn't have much. He had a house left. Uh, but uh, what he did have, he gave to us three boy, four boys. And um, I never will forget it. Now, the Bible talks about that whosoever trusts Christ as Savior has been remembered in the Father's will. Uh, and we have an eternal inheritance. Turn over now to First Peter, and I'll show you more of what I'm talking about in First Peter chapter 1 in verse 3 Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ which according to His abundant mercy has begotten us again unto a lively hope of the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled and fadeth not away reserved in heaven for you who are kept by the power of God through faith and salvation ready to be revealed in the last time Number one, when the Bible speaks of inheritance of a child of God, our inheritance is incorruptible. Now, when my daddy died, like I said, uh, they, he didn't have much. What he did have, uh, the day the roof was bad. We need to put a new roof on it. Uh, just everything, it, it seemed like the house and everything that uh, left us was deteriorating. But it was ours. It was left us by Him in His will for us to have it. What I want to show you is my Heavenly father's left me an inheritance. He's left you an inheritance if you're a child of God tonight. And that inheritance will never be defiled. And it will never rotten. I've always had precious memories of my godly dad and mama. But if dad left me his home, it needs pain. Uh, It will grow old. It needs repairing. It will only grow older day by day. Now the inheritance God left me is incorruptible. It will never decay. It will never fade away. It is eternal. It will never grow old. And it is protected by God Himself. I have a heavenly inheritance, number one. Number two, our heavenly inheritance is undefiled. The inheritance of a believer is... Just as pure, just as clean as God is. God gives it to us because of the work of Jesus Christ on Calvary. There's no filth there. Uh, there's no dirt there. There's no ugliness there. There's no defilement there. Our heavenly home is spotless without fault. Now, I'm a, I'm a what do you call it, a clean nut. Or I like everything clean. I, I just can't stand... Uh, stuff laying around. Now, I, I didn't say i will pick up everything. Alright? You can ask my wife. Uh, I throw a few things down. But uh, I love, when I wash the dishes, I want them to be clean. And when I wash clothes, I want them to be clean. I want to fold them and hang them up. I don't want them scattered all over the place. i got two daughters. One of them is neat as a pin. She puts everything right in place riding right place. I got another one, and the other daughter, she throws it everywhere. I mean, wherever it lays, there is where it's gonna lay. You know what I mean? When they was just growing up, uh, I, I don't know how, what, five or six years old? Weren't very old. Uh, they had the same room, and you know, we had a little house, but I'll never will forget it. Uh, they, one of them, she wanted her just right. The other one didn't care. And so uh, the one that cared how everything looked, she took duct tape went around the center of the room, all the way around the room, and said, now you stay over there, and I'll stay over here, and we'll... <laughs> she didn't like that. And I think about that a great deal when I talk about the, we got a heavenly home that's incorruptible, undefiled, that fadeth not away, and there's no dirt, there's no uh, thing out of place, or spotless, without fault. There is no fault in my heavenly home. Amen. Again, our eternal inheritance faith is not away. It will never decay. It will never grow old. It will never need repairing. In John chapter 14, verses 1 through 3, Jesus said, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there you may be also. You think about this. Revelation 21 talks about a pearly white city. In that place, Jesus is praying for us who believe in Him. The materials used to build that pearly white city are pure gold, diamonds, rubies, precious stones, no decay in any of those. No spot or wrinkle will be there. And I think sometimes where those are actual pure gold or diamonds or whatever, I think God tries to explain heaven to you and I in terms that we can understand it. Heaven is a beautiful place. You know, and I go through the Bible and I can't find... uh, I do know one thing. The Bible speaks more of hell, twice as much of hell than it does heaven. And so, what God is interested in, He don't want us to go to hell. He wants us to go to heaven. But when you study about heaven, it's a beautiful place. It's a sparkling place. And I think of that, and I think of our eternal inheritance fadeth not away. It don't grow old. You ever notice a house? As long as somebody lives in a house, it seems like it's okay. But you let somebody move out of that house, and it starts decaying right away. I mean, the yard starts growing up with grass. It needs paint. It needs a new roof, it seems like. My heavenly home is not that way. It's eternal, and God takes care of it. Our inheritance is reserved. You know, I was preaching one day, and I was preaching the a man's funeral. It hit me right in the middle of the funeral. Uh, John 14 where he said I go to prepare a place for you and I, it hit me I, I was talking about this fellow and I said can you imagine this? God's got a place in heaven just for him and you can't have it. It belongs to him. It, it, it's reserved. I got a place reserved for me. Now I, I never will forget taking my ring haver power uh, equipment uh, caterpillar place, give me Uh, their reserve seating to watch the Lightning hockey team play. And I got my seven grand boys and I put them in an old van that we had at the time and and, uh, drove down there and I drove right up the front door and they said, you can't park that thing here. I said, I think I can. No, you can't. I said, yes, I can. And I showed them Mr. Ringhaver's card. They said, you park right here. (laughs) <laughs> and I got the part right in the front door. I mean, I didn't walk further, did we? we? We didn't walk no further than here. To that That's one of my mean grand right there. We didn't walk no further than here. And that back door, it don't seem like, to get in the elevator. It was reserved. Nobody could have that parking place but Mr. Ringhaver. And I looked like Mr. Ringhaver that night. Amen? <laughs> I was enjoying his inheritance. It was reserved. Amen? Amen? Hey, listen, I, I, I never will forget that night as long as I live. Uh, they put in on a hot dog papa on a hot dog papa I said be still good things might happen around here no on a hot dog go get your hot dog in and they come back and they started bringing in this catering this food free I mean they had what pizza they had uh, Chinese food they had everything in the world they brought in in big old hot things a tray and at the end of the game they brought in a big old box of a gourmet chocolate, man. We had a reserved. You know what I think about that? When you talk about something, that's reserved. It's safe because it's in Christ Jesus. It's safe because it's incorruptible. It won't spoil. It's safe because its fate is not away. It's eternal. It's safe because it's in heaven and Satan cannot reach it. I'll never understand these people that says that you can get saved and lose your salvation. I'll never understand that. Simply because, John 3.16, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. And if you can show me anywhere in the dictionary where everlasting stops somewhere, then I'll believe that I'll lose my salvation. But until you can do that, I know I have eternal salvation. Amen? I'm not the best thing in the world, but I'm a sinner saved by God's grace. And it's kept. And nothing can take it away from me. Our inheritance is rich in glory. Second Corinthians 5.10 For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that everyone May receive the things done in his body according that he has done, whether it be good or bad. Now, you can have what you will waiting on you in glory if you will. My Father's in heaven is rich in glory. He owns the mountains. And the Bible says in Isaiah and all it's owned the mountains, even owns the mountains himself. And God owns them all. Gold, silver, precious stones, cattle, houses, earthly goods, everything in the world. Isn't it something how we struggle through this life to get things? You know what I learned? If I want someone, pray for it first. I don't care what it is. If I want a fish, I pray for it. Lord, you know where the fish are at. I want one of them. I don't know where they're at. And usually I catch one. And I have a good time. But if I want a car... I go looking for one, but I want one that God's got for me. If I have a house, I ask God to help me find a house. If i got uh, anything that I want, I ask God for it. And I found out something. I'd rather get it from God than to work six days a week and work myself to death trying to get it. My Heavenly Father already owns it. Amen? Uh, uh, My brother is looking for, uh, come to get a job on a crane. Uh, My grandson, one of my grandsons, is going to that same, I guess it might be the same school he's going to, and he's already operating a, the, uh, a crane, and he's getting his degree to operate one of them big, tall cranes. And I, I laughed at him because he, said, he called me when he first went to school. He said, Paul, will you pray for me that I can pass this thing? I really want to do this. I said, you've got to be out of your mind, boy. <laughs> he, he wanted to be way up there in that one of those tall building cranes. I, I'm scared to crawl 10 foot off the ground. My, my old uncle up in West Florida, he said, I don't want to get no higher and pull in fodder and no lower than digger and digging potatoes. Now, if y'all ain't been out in the country, you don't know what I'm talking about. Fodder's on top of can, uh, corn stalk, that tassel. He don't want to get no higher than that, and he don't want to get no lower than digger and digging potatoes. <laughs> and I think about that when he asked me to pray for him he'd get that job uh, that, uh, I said son that's a long way up there but you know what he got the job God gave it to him and he's going to and finishing up his schooling God's good and what I'm trying to say he's rich my heavenly father our inheritance is rich in portions turn with me to Matthew chapter 19 a minute and I'll show you something there Matthew chapter 19 I don't you to look at uh, uh, verse 28 and verse 29. Matthew 19, uh, uh, 19, verse 28 and 29. And Jesus said unto them, Really, I say unto you, that you which have followed me in the re- regeneration, when the Son of Man shall sit in the throne of His glory, ye also shall sit upon twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. And every one that has forsaken houses, or brethren, or sister, or father, or mother, or wife, or children, or lands, for my name's sake, shall receive a hundredfold and shall inherit everlasting life. Can I show you something? Here is a wonderful truth. These men came, of Peter and came and said, Now, Lord, we have forsaken all and followed you. What can we have when we come to heaven? What can we have when we get to glory? And Jesus said, you haven't given up anything that I won't give you a hundredfold back. I'm amazed at people when you try to lead them to saving faith in Christ. They act like you're going to take something away from them. Man, I ain't trying to take nothing away from you. I'm trying to give you something. I'm trying to give you everything that's involved in Christ Jesus. Everything. In Christ we have eternal life Now. In Christ we have sons; we are sons of God, now. In Christ we possess divine nature, now. In Christ we possess the Holy Spirit, now. In Christ we will inherit a glorified body. In Christ we shall be united with our loved ones forever. In Revelation 21 verse 7 says, He that overcomes shall inherit all things, and I will be to him as God, and he shall be to me my son. Psalms 37 verse 18. The Lord knoweth the days of the upright and their inheritance shall be forever. Amen. Several years ago, a a very rich lady I led the Lord. She said, Now when I die, preacher, I'm going to leave you some things. And I've had that told me so many times. And so far I haven't got any of them. (laughs) I had a lady tell me, she said, Now preacher, uh, you took care of me and carried me to church all these years when I die I, I'm leaving you $10,000 okay I can get it but I've had that over and over but this one lady she gave me she wanted me to be executor of a will and uh, she left me 166 acres in Ohio in a beautiful farmland and uh, I said man that's great Is it was in her will well I didn't know that when the kids, you know, got a hold of the will that they can change it. I thought a will was made out when somebody died. It had to be according to the will. No, it don't. They can do whatever they want to with it. I never got it. Uh, She wanted me to have it, but I never got any of it. Now, I'm not griping about that. I don't need it anyhow. But what I'm trying to say is, isn't it good that you got a heavenly home to what it can take it away from? God left us these things. Now, you listen to me. He left us eternal life. He left us being called the sons of God now. He left us the divine nature which is in us. He left us the Holy Spirit in us. He left us, he said, we can inherit a glorified body one day and we'll be with our loved ones in heaven. He left us all these things, and nothing can keep us from getting it. God gave it to us. I'm gonna tell you something, folks. I got a good inheritance. And that God didn't do me a dirty trick when he saved my soul. He did me a blessed thing. And if I can just get anybody that I can come in contact with to re- to understand something, you can't do any better than to come to Christ for salvation. Because that's where life begins. I got saved when I was 26 years old. And I thought I had the world by the tail. Working for Shell Oil Company as a superintendent, and had a, they give me a brand new truck and a credit card, and and just on and on, they took care of me and my wife. They give us a good insurance on my whole family, and I had it made. I said, I, I got this thing made, and I got saved by the grace of God, and I had to give all of that up. I went to my boss. and I said, God's called me to preach, and I want to go serve the Lord. He said, You got to be kidding. And uh, he said, remember this, now, Mr. Strong, you've been a good employee, and you'll always have your spot back. You can come to work for me. I said, sir, I won't be back. And somebody said, you gave all of that up to serve the Lord? No. No, I just left it behind. I didn't give it up. Man, if I could could stand here all night and tell you. uh, Now, at the time, I couldn't because you don't serve God by sight, you serve God by faith. And that's trusting Him to take care of you. But at a time, I went through a little difficulty. Never missed a paycheck. Think about that. Think about that. Never missed a paycheck. After I quit, shall God begin right away and took care of me right on down the line. And I've never missed one since. God didn't bless me and took care of me and my wife. Man, I got some kind of inheritance. My Heavenly Father is good to me. And I can promise anybody, you come to Christ Jesus, he'll be good to you too. Amen. Stand with me, would you please? Heavenly Father, we do believe with all our heart that our inheritance is an everlasting inheritance. And Lord, we can't even list all the things that you have given us because we don't even know what's over the hill. And what's beyond this life that you have reserved for us. We're excited about it. We're excited about one of these days seeing you face to face. And receiving all the things that you've promised us. The devil works down here. But he'll be absent there. And we'll have everything in Christ Jesus that's been promised to us. Bless us we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. You know what folks? I'm always careful about something because you never know when somebody's, you don't know who's saved. You know I've been knowing Mrs. Hugo how long? 30 years, 40 years? She's been going to church, sitting under my preaching. It looked like some of it took effect. But uh, she been all these years. But now I want to show you something. I don't know Mrs. Hugo saved. I know it by her works, I know by her testimony. But I don't know her heart. That's the reason you give an invitation when you preach. Because you don't know what God does. And then it's something to watch somebody. I've I've had piano players that has got saved, been playing. Brother Ronnie Booth led our music for years, got saved by the grace of God. And I could go on and on. That's the reason you give an invitation. And if you're never trusted Christ as your Savior, if we begin to sing now in just a minute, if you'll come forward, I'll show you in the Bible how you can be saved and know it. That's you'll never doubt it again if you believe the Bible is the Word of God. Come on, as we sing. Just sing.